Welcome to the Family Life Church Podcast. We're so excited that you're joining us today. Our hope today is that this podcast brings life to you and that you leave this message encouraged, equipped, and empowered to live the amazing life God designed for you. Open your Bibles to Exodus chapter 17. We're going to continue in this series that we're starting this year off with, talking about the word we believe that God dropped into our heart for this church family for 2023, and that is the word strike. And if you haven't had a chance to catch up on the, the messages, highly recommend that you go back and listen to the first couple weeks of this series. I personally have listened to them a few times now because they're just so strong, so good and so encouraging. And I want to encourage you uh, to take that word in, get it strong in your heart, because what God speaks to our hearts, he speaks to all of us, and we can take advantage of that. I love that testimony that we saw today. That's just an example of what it looks like to take what God has given you and to strike. And I wonder today what it is in your life that can advance, can change, can shift, can become what you dream it could be if you'll have the confidence to strike. So in Exodus chapter 17, we've been looking at this moment in which God is moving on the heart of Moses. God's people have been delivered. They're standing on, uh, on, the, uh, on the edge of promise. They're walking through the desert. They're thirsty. It's dry. It's a desert. You're going to get dry and thirsty in a desert. And they're complaining about not having water to drink. And so Moses goes to God and he says, God, I need an answer. There's no water out here. I didn't bring a drinking fountain. So we need something for the people because they're thirsty. And in verse 5, God says this to Moses. Walk out in front of the people. Take your staff, the one you used when you struck the water of the Nile, and call some of the elders of Israel to join you. I will stand before you on the rock at Mount Sinai. Strike the rock. Somebody say, strike the rock. And water will come gushing out then the people will be able to drink. So Moses struck the rock. Somebody say, struck the rock. As he was told, and water gushed out as the elders looked on. I want to encourage you that in 2023, God might instruct you to do something you've never done. He might encourage and instruct you to do something that sounds a bit ridiculous. But if you want provision in your life, if you want the promise to come to pass, if you want to get past that obstacle, if you want the dream to begin coming true, you're going to have to take an unprecedented step of faith and strike. God says to Moses, strike the rock with a staff. Take that piece of wood and hit that rock and water will come up. It, it made no sense. It was illogical. But we don't serve just a logical God. We serve a God that makes something from nothing. And so when we follow in obedience to what God tells us to do, I'm confident that 2023 can be your greatest year to date. That you can set a whole new level, a whole new pace in your life if you will follow the instruction of God and strike. So 2023 is the year of strike. And I believe that if we'll be faithful to do what God says to do, if we'll be faithful to do what God says to do, what he's assigned us to do, to advance what he is asking us to advance, 
I believe we're going to see some results in 2023. Now, advancing and results go hand in hand. It's impossible to get results without advancing. And it's possible, impossible to advance and keep advancing and not get results. Advancing and results go hand in hand, but they're also often different. Sometimes we can advance. It's possible to advance, but yet not produce a result. It's possible to get better at something. It's possible to, to save money, but not yet produce the result of what that money we're believing it's going to bring. It's possible to advance in our health, but yet not have the full result of a completely healthy body. So advancement and results go hand in hand, but sometimes they are different. And I believe that while God spoke a word to us in 2022 of advance, broaden, and expand, I don't necessarily believe that that year was about results. I believe it was about taking steps toward results. In comparison, I believe 2023 is all about results. Results. Anybody need results in your life? Here's what I want to impress upon your heart. If I could, I would, I would force you to receive this by faith and take action on it. If I could do that, I would force you to do it. Because I believe so strongly in my spirit that the creator of the universe is opening up to everybody connected to Family Life Church the opportunity in 2023 to finally get it done. I thought you said you needed results. I believe the God of the universe, the creator of all that is, the one who has the ultimate authority, has opened to us the opportunity and the window in this year to take action and get things done. I believe the God who spoke mankind into existence, who said, light be and light be, who said, be fruitful and multiply, and today you and I are the result of that. Who said, mountains rise up out of the earth and separated the waters from the waters. I believe the same God that raised Christ Jesus from the dead has said to this church family, I'm going to put a special grace and anointing and power in your hands this year. And if you will be obedient to strike the thing I tell you to strike, you're going to get some stuff done. I'm convinced, I believe, that the only God, the one true living God, beside whom there is no other God, the one whose very breath gives us life, whose spirit animates our being, who inspires us to believe beyond the chaos of our world, who shows us by his word that we are not under the enemy's feet, but that we are overcomers. We've been made more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. 
The same God that delivered his people out of 400 years of bondage across the Red Sea and to the promised land is saying to Family Life Church in 2023, if it's in your heart and it aligns with my assignment and my purpose, if you put your hand to it, you're going to get some stuff, not started, done. It's the best I have to offer to get you excited. And when you have faith and you're believing for something and God speaks to your heart and says, you can't fail. You can't fail. If you're with me, you can't fail. You get excited. You finally look at that thing that's been intimidating you, talking back to you, mocking you, taunting you, and you say, this is the year I finally shut you up. This is the year I finally get over that hump. This is the year that sickness leaves my body. This is the year that prosperity comes to our home. This is the year our marriage finds unity. This is the year my children find their purpose and direction in life. This is the year my children find their identity in Christ. This is the year it happens. I'm going to strike. And this is the year it's going to get done. Somebody say done. I've not even gotten to my notes yet. Because, you know, I, I do have something I want to share with you, and I will share it with you quickly. But church, we gotta, we got to stir ourselves. We either take God at his word or we don't. And whether or not we take God at his word does not change the power of his word. His word is powerful whether we believe it or not. The only difference is whether or not we're going to allow it to benefit us. Anybody going to join me in 2023? And allowing the word of God to truly benefit our lives, to benefit our minds, to benefit our bodies, to benefit our endeavors, to benefit the thing he's calling us to do. Are we going to partner with God in 2023, strike and see some things done? For those of us who will say yes and dig in, I'm telling you, God is going to back us up. Just like he told Moses, I will stand on that rock. You can't fail, Moses. Whew. If you knew today that the thing in your heart to do, the godly thing, the godly thing, caveat there, the godly thing in your heart to do could not fail, would you take action? If you knew, I'm going to step out on this, makes no sense, it's crazy, but I can't fail. Would you step out? I believe the Spirit of God is saying to Family Life Church in 2023, step out. Because you're not stepping out on your own might and power. You're stepping out. If, if you are following a God directive, if you're following the Spirit of God and the voice of God and the Word of God in your life, you can step out with confidence knowing the very nature and power and character of God is coming alongside of you to accomplish the thing that's impossible to accomplish on our own. God has said strike, and if we'll strike with Him, it will get done. We can't fail. We can't fail. So I just want that to rest on you today as we look at what we're seeing here this idea of advancing in results. Last week, Pastor Kathy talked about occupy. What a powerful word. Go back and listen to it again and again and again. I promise you didn't catch it all the first time. I promise. Go back and listen again. Today, I want to talk about striking with 
authority. Striking with authority. So strike with authority. I played baseball from about the age of 5 to 14. The last few years of that career, I played travel league baseball. And I usually hit in what was called the third or fourth spot in the lineup. Uh, sometimes it's called cleanup in the lineup. Which meant that my coaches trusted that if the guys before me got on base, that I could drive in the run. So I, I usually batted uh, in the third or fourth position. And when I would go to the plate, I would not grab just any old bat. I would, uh, I would hunt down my favorite bat. And uh, it was beat up. It was dented. It was maroon aluminum. So it wasn't real sexy. All the handlebar tape on the end was tattered and flapping off. And almost every time I went to bat, I had to rip another piece off and throw it out. The little rubber thing on the end that kept your hands from slipping off was all just gnarled up and barely there. The thing was so used up that literally every at-bat could have been its last at-bat. It was not pretty to look at. It was probably not expensive. But when I took that bat in my hands, I felt like Babe Ruth. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa all rolled up into one person. Little four foot three. 135 pound chubby little Tommy Tony. I took that back and I walked up with confidence. Ringing in my ears from just a moment ago was the sound of Coach Ken Edwards. As he met me at the end of the dugout, he said, son, I want you to take that Borna, that Torna, beat up, ragged old, broken, maroon aluminum bat, and I want you to walk up to that plate. I want you to focus and I want you to drive that ball into next year and let's win this thing. He said, you know, Tom, that bat that you used in the last game to go four for four, drive in the winning run. Yes, coach. You remember, Tom, that same bat when you drove the ball to the fence and hit an inside the park home run. Yes, sir. Do you suppose that when he was sharing those memories with me, I saw the images. I saw myself, wind through my hair, running around the bases. A cloud of dust behind me. All chaos breaking loose in the other team as they tried to track down the ball. I just hit into Delaware. Chest out running as fast as I can. 
crossing home plate in victory. My team celebrating with me. That's the image that was going through my mind when he said, I want you to take that torn up, beat up, ragged old bat. I want you to go hit the ball, drive it in the next year, and let's win this thing. I stood there with I stood there with authority. Somebody say authority. All right, we can stop the music. Somebody say authority. When God speaks to Moses, He says, Moses, I want you to take that staff. You remember the staff that you used to do that miracle in the Nile. All the energy and the passion and the awe of that moment comes rushing back from Moses. What's happening inside of Moses right now? His faith is being stirred. And not only does he remember the Nile with the staff, but he also remembers throwing that staff down and it becomes a snake and consumes the other snakes of the magicians. He also remembers that staff when he stands on the edge of the Red Sea and the Red Sea parts as he raises it above the Red Sea and God's people go across on dry ground. He also remembers that staff when he brings it back down and the waters cover up the enemy and the chariots that are chasing them down. And now he stands in this moment at this rock God has said to strike and God conjures an image of victory for Moses. He says, I need you to remember that this staff in your hand is an instrument of authority. In fact, the word staff from this scripture translates to authority. When God says to Moses, take the staff in your hand and strike the rock, he's not taking, saying, take a wooden stick from a tree that is now dead and hit a rock made out of granite with it. He's saying, Moses, I need you to take your authority and do something that seems impossible. I wish I was preaching to believers today. I believe that this year God is going to speak to our hearts and he's going to say, I need you to do something impossible, but what's going to cause it to happen is because you do it with authority. God's not saying, I want you to take your stick and out of fear and intimidation, just start swinging at stuff. Because you know, when we swing out of fear and intimidation, we're going to strike things we don't want to strike. We swing out of fear, we're going to strike each other. Why? Because I'm afraid you're going to take my place. I'm afraid you're going to take my position. I'm afraid you're going to get my stuff. I'm afraid you're going to get a miracle before I get a miracle. That's why when somebody gets healed and we're not healed, we get jealous. Fear and intimidation. We're not acting out of authority. We're not saying if God did it for them, he'll do it for me. We're saying, why did God do it for them and not me? If fear and intimidation will cause you to strike family members. It'll cause you to lash out at your spouse. Fear and intimidation will cause you to take that thing of authority in your life and use it for your, over your children. It'll cause you to lash out at people at work, get angry at society, get mad at the government. Fear and intimidation will cause you to take that thing of authority in your life and use it for evil rather than good. And God was calling on the memory of Moses to say, look, You've been in these situations before, and I gave you a directive before, and when you followed that directive before, I came alongside your natural ability, and I caused something to happen through you that was impossible otherwise. That's what I need you to call on now, is just the confidence you went four for four last game with that bat. You drove in the winning run with that bat. 
You hit it to the fence with that bat. Now I need you to take this bat, go to the plate, and let's win this thing. Come on, church. Somebody preach with me today. It's time for God's people to rise up and stop losing. Stop striking out. It's not enough just to go swing with all of your might. You got to go swing with God's might. With authority. Somebody say with authority. Do it with authority. The Bible teaches us that when Jesus was in the synagogue teaching, he wasn't the first one to ever do that, by the way. A synagogue existed for a reason. They got together every week, every day, actually, in the culture, and people would teach. They'd get the scroll out, and they'd read the scroll out loud. But then one day, somebody shows up, and things are a little bit different. It's not just your rope, pious, in-the-robe reading of the Word of God that happens every day in the synagogue. Jesus shows up, and he starts asking questions. And he starts making comments. And this is what the Bible said. He said they, they were in awe of him because he spoke as one with authority. These words are different. These words are different. Who is this guy? He speaks with authority. You know, the devil's not intimidated when we make threats. He's not intimidated. He's not intimidated when we complain and we talk about what we're going to do. He's like, eh, I've heard it before. I've, I've, I've heard all the ideas and you know, schemes of mankind before. He knows how to deal with those. But you know what he does not know how to deal with? The authority of God. There's nothing he can do. He's powerless against the authority of God. It was not the stick in Moses' hand. A stick without authority is just a stick. A bat without authority is just a bat. It's just a 26-inch, 29-inch aluminum kid's baseball bat. That's all it is. But a bat and the hands of authority is an instrument of victory. What God has placed in you, the gifts and the passions and the drive and the dream, when it's connected to the things of God, the ways of God, the word of God, the work of God, when it's connected to that, it transforms from just being a stick into being an instrument of victory. And what causes it to become an instrument of victory for us is when God places a demand on that staff. God placed a demand on Moses' staff. All throughout the deliverance of God's people, we see God placing a demand on his staff. And Moses uses it again and again with the authority of God, and stuff gets done. Stuff gets done. I'm going to make a purposeful effort in 2023 to strike with authority. To not cower back and wonder if it's going to work. But to go into every situation like 10-year-old chubby little Tommy Tony standing at that plate believing with everything inside of me if that pitch comes anywhere near the strike zone I'm going to hit cardinal 
grocery store <laughs> on the other side of Lincoln Park. This ball will never be seen again. That kind of confidence. And when it comes close, I'm going to swing with all my might. I'm going to swing with confidence. I'm going to swing with power. I'm going to swing with authority. I'm making a commitment in 2023 as a spiritual leader, as a father, as a dreamer, as one to whom God has invested an assignment to reach the next generation, to strike with authority. No more asking, do you think you might want to do this? No, it's you need to do this. You guys should think about having Quest in your church. It might be a little good program for you to consider. No, you got to get this done, church, because we're losing time with the next generation. And if we don't act right now, we lose. It's time to strike. Let's strike. Confidence. I'm not talking about being conky, cocky or arrogant. I'm talking about being confident in what God has assigned of you. He says, Moses, the one you used when you struck the Nile. God, thank you for speaking to our hearts today and showing us what this looks like. Authority. So staff, the word staff actually means authority. Every time you see staff in the story of Moses, replace it with the word authority. So Moses took his staff and struck the rock. So Moses took his authority and struck the rock. Every time you see the word staff, Replace it with the word authority. Let it minister to your heart. Jesus said this, I have given you all authority over all the power of the enemy. Then how is it that the enemy is kicking the church's tail on so many levels? How is it? How is it that depression is having such a heyday with God's people? How is that? And if you're, if you're dealing with depression today, I don't want you to feel guilty. I just want you to know you can be free. And I mean free right now. Right, right now. Free right now. In fact, if you are, just shout it out. I'm free. I'm free. Take your authority over that situation. You are not beneath. You are above. You're not behind. You are ahead. That's who God is. We're not the tail. We're the head who God says we are. Take your authority. Strike. What is it that you need in your life? Take authority and strike that thing. Because God has already given you authority. So I want to give you three areas to look at as I close up. Now there are some people that will say, and I've been in this place before, where we might think, I don't really, just, I don't really have an ability I don't really have an ability. Or some will take their ability and they have tremendous ability and they're using that ability to serve you know, themselves well and they've built some, some great things and they work hard to improve their ability. But what I want us all to understand today is that where it comes to authority, there's only one ability that matters and that's our availability. No matter our skill, no matter our experience, how great or not great it might be, what matters most is that we make ourselves available to God. And when we make that ability, we take our ability and we make it available to God, that becomes availability. God, my ability is available to you. And when we make our ability available to God, that's when things begin to get done. 
So you may not have, you may not say, oh, I don't have great ability, I don't have great skill, I don't even know if I have a great dream. That's okay, just make, take the ability you do have and make it available to God. Say, God, I'm available to you. What do you want from me? What do you want to do through me? We see in the Word of God again and again and again and again and again. In fact, almost every amazing forefather and foremother of faith had little ability. You look at the story of Moses and what did he complain about at the burning bush? His lack of ability. But guess what he was? Available. He's like, God, I'm not able. God's like, I'm not looking for able. I'm looking for avail available. Available. People who will give me, avail, let me avail their ability. Let me take advantage of their ability. I'll work with you. Moses, we can solve every issue that's in you personally. If you just be available, I can do miraculous things. And did he? And did he? He did. I wonder who's in your sphere that God wants to set free. I wonder who's in bondage in your sphere today that God wants to set free. He's just looking for someone who will be available to him to use to help set them free. Are you available? Am I available? Maybe you have great ability and you're really working at building a business and going after it, a career and just like, man, God has gifted me with all these things, but you've yet to make that available to God. What matters is that we become available to him. Just make yourself available. So there are three things I want to share with you. I'm going to close this out. In 2023, we are to strike with authority. Authority. Man, I'm so excited about this. I cannot wait. We're already hearing stories. Already we're hearing stories of people who are stepping out, striking, and seeing results. Aren't we, babe? First month of the year, first three weeks of the year, and I'm just like, this is awesome. What God is doing. And I'm convinced if you'll step out, he'll do it for you too. So we're to strike with authority. Three areas that you can strike in with confidence. One is the authority of the word. When you see it in the word, anything that the word says, you can strike with authority. You don't have to wonder about it. You don't have to think about it. You can see it in the word and you can do it. If you see a, a, a promise in the word of God that you desire to have in your life and the God of peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. You're dealing with anxiety. You're dealing with uh, being overwhelmed. You're dealing with frustration. You're dealing with depression. And you see in the word, the Bible says, and the God of peace, I will keep in perfect peace he whose mind is stayed on me. Then you can know that the word and promise of peace belongs to you. Take it with authority. You don't have to wonder if God's going to do it. You don't have to be like, well, in the perfect scenario, maybe I'll have peace. No, it is yours to take, but you're going to have to strike. Strike fear with the spirit of peace. How do I do that, Pastor? When fear starts to come over you, stand up in your living room and say, fear, you have no right to my home, to my mind, to my body, to my family. Get out. Joy, come on. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart down in my heart. Come on, church. Authority. Authority. I'll never drive in the winning run if I'm just standing up there. Come on, Tom, swing. That's not going to do anything. Or if I just passively watch it go past. Just waiting for the perfect pitch. Just waiting for the perfect pitch. 
the ump back here is going, strike! Strike one! When the ump yells strike one, what does that mean? You should have struck. Help me out. <laughs> Opportunity goes flying right past. Strike one! Uh, should have struck. <laughs> strike, yeah! <sighs> should have struck. back to the dugout, the walk of shame. Right, come on, come on, help me out. Why are you in the box? <laughs> I'm in the box for what reason? To strike. To swing. Why are you in church today? Are, are you in church to... <sighs> I should have worshipped. <sighs> I should have given an offering. I should have shouted on that one point pastor made. <laughs> Come on, church. Let's have some fun today. Who's ready to strike? What is it in your life that needs struck down? What is it in your life? Is it, a, is it division? Is it disharmony? Is it a lack of clarity in the, the vision for your future? What is it that needs remedied in your life? Partner with God, and if you see it in the Word, act in authority. Act like you believe it. Act like it's true. Come on. What is just this week, between this Sunday and next, just this week, seven days, just this week, six, actually, so just this week, if all of us decided all week long, I'm just going to act like the Word of God is true. I'm just going to act like it's true. And if the Word of God says I can have it, I'm going to act like I can have it. I dare you. Number two, strike with authority on the authority of your calling. So we got the authority of the Word, which is all of us. We can do this. But if there's a call of God on your life, something God has placed in your heart and called you to, as a form of ministry and building his church. Act with authority in that area. God has given you that calling. The Bible says to make your calling and election sure. So when you've verified and you've made it sure and you're confident of it, act with authority on your calling. That's anything, that means doing anything that your calling requires anything your calling requires I just got back late last night from Fayetteville Arkansas this is the second conference that I've been to in, in two weeks was in San Francisco last week I'll be in Indianapolis this coming week there are conferences going on right now with an organization that we've partnered with to help get quest into the local church this organization has 6,000 churches worldwide around 1,500 churches in the U.S. And for 20 years, we've been talking about a partnership with this organization. But for 20 years, we kind of stood in the batter's box just going, I wonder when this is going to work out. I wonder when people are going to start signing up. I wonder, I wonder when God's going to move on my behalf. And God's like, no, Tom, I put the bat in your hands. You've got to strike. 
And so one of the things that we've committed to this year is that unless God says no, we're going. Unless God says don't go, we're going. And when there are these gatherings and these opportunities for us to connect with pastors and get questioned to the local church because the next generation needs saved, they need opportunity, they're an amazing generation full of incredible potential. There are three of them sitting right here on the front row right now that I'm telling you are world changers. You guys are full of the power and the anointing of God right now. You don't have to wait until you're 14, 15, 16. Right now, you can operate in the prophetic. You can operate in the apostolic. You can begin to speak to your generation. You guys know I love you with all my heart. You're probably embarrassed I'm calling you out right now, but we love you. Don't we love our Quest kids? And we've got to get every student we can on the face of the earth to recognize who they are in Christ. Not who they are in TikTok. Not who they are on Facebook. Who they are in Jesus. Because that's the hope of the world. Church, if we don't do that work, faith will fade. It will diminish and the light will go out. But not on our watch. And that's going to take some commitment to strike. We've got to go strategically into places we've never been. We've got to speak to people who have never heard. And we've got to say, come on, you got to raise up the generation. You got to teach them to fear and love God. You got to teach them to love the word and to live their life on the word of God. And you can't do it just standing in the batter's box. You got to swing. You got to strike. I'm telling you, your healing, your hope, your answer, your provision is not, is not, it, you're not waiting on it, it's waiting on you to strike and to with authority take what rightfully belongs to you. If you have a calling on your life, whatever that calling requires, strike. Do it. Don't wait. Do it with authority. And finally, the authority of your assignment. Now that might sound like calling, but it's a bit, bit, bit different. There's a calling on our lives, like Pastor Kathy and I have a calling, especially not only to this church family, but to the next generation. We can't escape it. God has placed it on our shoulders, and we, we receive it with humility and gladness. But then there are assignments. There are things that God will speak specifically to your heart to do that may or may not align up with your calling. In fact, I know a lot of times uh, there are sometimes when believers will say, you know, God will ask them to do something, and they'll be like, well, God, that's not my calling. And God's like, I know, I get it, but I'm asking you to do this. Well, but God, that's not my wheelhouse. That's not my strength. Well, I, I, yeah, I know, I know it's not your wheelhouse, but I'm asking you to do it. When God asks of us something, even if it feels out of alignment with a passion that we might or might not have, what's the right answer? Yeah, absolutely, I will do it. The assignment is anything God might ask of you. And that takes an intimacy, you guys. It takes an intimacy in understanding the voice of God in our lives. It's not something we can casually do. You see, as a little kid, when I stood in the box, my coach was yelling at me instruction about how to swing and when to swing. But so was my enemy. So was my opponent. I stepped in the box. What did the whole field do? Come on, somebody that ever played baseball, help me out. What are they trying to do? They're trying to get me to strike at something I shouldn't strike at. Trying to distract me. Trying to get me to watch a good pitch go past. Hey! Bada, 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 bada. Hey! 
You know the devil's doing that to people today, right? You know he's doing that to the church today. He's like, hey! Swing! And he's trying to get you to swing at the ball that's like five feet outside the strike, the strike zone. The bad one. And if we don't know the voice of God, what are we going to be doing in the batter's box? Just swinging at everything. We're going to look like Bugs Bunny. Strike one, strike two, strike three, you're out. Strike one, strike two, strike three, you're out. Why? Because I, I, I don't know. Who, who am I supposed to listen to? I don't know. It just sounds like I hear all these voices saying swing. So I'm just swinging like crazy. And Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. And a stranger's voice, they will not follow. And when I say strike, they strike. And until I say strike, they're in the box. They're ready to go, and they're listening. So you've got to know the voice of God. And when he gives you an assignment, strike with authority. Somebody say, strike with authority. All right, we got to go. I hope this has been encouraging to you. Let's get fired up. Let's believe that in 2023, some things are going to get done. In fact, just turn to somebody right now and just say, this year, we're going to get some stuff done. Listen, if you're, if, you're, if you're a husband and wife, if you're a couple right now, you're, you, you lead a family, I want you to look at each other right in the eye and say, baby, this year, we're going to get some stuff done. If you're not married, if you're not married and you're here alone, I want you to just say to yourself right now, baby, this year, we're going to get some stuff done. Come on, church. FLC, raise your voice with me right now and say it out loud. This year. We're going to get some stuff done. Come on, say it again. This year, we're going to get some stuff done. Father, I thank you that you have given us authority. You have given us a calling. You have given us your word. You've given us an assignment. And we commit today, God, to do all in our power to strike. Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. Our hope is that you are encouraged, equipped, and empowered to live out the amazing life that God has designed for you. We pray that this message was fresh air to you. If you made a decision to ask Jesus to become the leader of your life, we'd love for you to let us know. Please text the word YES to 740-387-7778. If you'd like to reach out to Family Life Church, please visit our website at yourfamilylife.org. Thank you so much for joining us. Have an amazing day.